breaking curses, breaking curses, breaking curses. My generation ain't worthless, your generation ain't perfect. I'm stimulated by purpose, refusal to be a. This is John Barnett. And this is Terrence J. Welcome to Generational Curse. What is war good for, Terrence? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I forget his name. Who, who Edward Starr. Edward Starr. Okay. According to that brother, is absolutely, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're going to get into it. I, we're going to get a lot of disagreement maybe today. Mm -hmm. Because the body counts keep growing, man. <laughs> I mean, you just can't, you just can't get around that, man. It's if 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 there was, I don't know, man. I'm gonna try to look this up. But uh, how many bodies? <laughs> how many dead men are there compared to all? I mean, if you tally up all the wars that we had in in, in U.S. history or in all China's history, whatever it is, how many casualties, man, has been lost through war? Mm. How many families didn't happen? Right. Because the young men and now, mm -hmm. in recent history, young women got killed. My opinion, I think it's a form of population control. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I really think it is. So war is good for population control. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. So we're going to get into this, man. Uh, you know, our hearts do go out to anyone in the current conflict. Most definitely. In Russia and Ukraine, There's, you know, I know the the powers that be. You're gonna get into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. It's uh, pro-Ukraine, yeah. But there's two sides. There's two sets of nations where families are being destroyed. Mm -hmm. You know, the aggressor has people that are being killed, and I guarantee you, they didn't ask for this war. And mm -hmm. the Ukrainian side has people that are being killed, and they didn't ask for it. So, right. You know. So we, we're, our hearts are going out, and that's not the only skirmish in the world, unfortunately, man. I was looking up something yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> there's like there's a map showing all the wars that are taking place in the world currently. Hmm. I forget the name of the website, but there's war in like every continent. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. And, but those <laughs> are the things that don't get brought to light. CNN, you know, they might cover Russia and Ukraine, but then they they'll cover like the the big ones. But the little guys, yeah. yeah, I think those are the most deadliest, though. Because if guys. you think about it, man, Palestine, mm -hmm. Israel, they've been going at it since 1948. <laughs> <laughs> it's not considered a war because it's not like two separate countries, so to speak. Right. But there's two different groups of people. Fighting over what? A strip of land, man. <laughs> what was Ukraine and, and, and uh, Russia fighting over? I still don't know. No, nobody has said we're gonna kind of unpack that. It's supposedly a strip of land as well, uh, because I think. Oh, it's definitely territory. Yeah, it's territory. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to read this. Uh, give 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 you a story here, man, and okay. see how this translates a little bit later. But um, <clears throat> there once lived a king. He fought many battles and won uh, <clears throat> a lot of wars. But his last war, he was badly wounded. Mm. So the king lost his eye, one eye, and he lost a leg. Mm. 
one day the king was uh, seeing some of the paintings of the other kings that was in office, and he realized that he doesn't have a portrait. He doesn't have a painting. So he thought to himself that, you know, I, I need one because I'm better than my previous, you know, previous guys, you know, what I did. Um, so the king called the minister and made announcements all throughout his, all throughout his kingdom. And he called for all the painters to come to his palace. And he told him like, look guys, I need this painting. It's gotta be nice. It's gotta be beautiful. It's gotta be elegant of me. Hmm. So, you know, all the, uh, you know, all the painters got together and they looking like, man, this dude got one eye, he got one leg. We not. We're not finna do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, last time, you know, uh, the king called somebody in here to do something like this. He ended up killing him because it, it didn't make the king look good. So, mm. you know, no one would do it. Uh, but there was one brave guy who came forward. And he said, King, I'll do it. I will make a beautiful painting of you. Mm. The king was excited. You know, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. So after a few months, uh, the portrait was displayed all throughout the kingdom to see. So they dragged the king out and... Come look at this painting. Come look at it. And I will let you know what the painting looked like mm. at the end. When we Cliffhanging. That's right. I'll let you know what the <laughs> painting looked like. Did the king look beautiful or did he look ugly? Did he make him look like his true character? Did the guy get killed is my question. Did he get killed? <laughs> <laughs> king, king got many bodies on his belt. <laughs> right. Did he get killed? Yeah. Terrence, let's just talk about war in general, man. I mean... <clears throat> we're going to deal with U.S. We're going to deal with a little bit of what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. But um, war, is it, is there, are there winners and losers, man? I mean, it, it, does it really, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. benefit somebody? Mm. You know, I mean, we, we can argue that for sure. I mean, uh, uh, World War II, if the Germans didn't stop, or, or if the Germans didn't get stopped, yeah, right. me and you probably wouldn't be alive. <laughs> Real talk. Right. He straight up was a racist. True. Yeah. So that was good. <clears throat> you know, and there's this concept of the just war way back in the days. But, you know, back in the day when England and, and France and Spain and Portugal was colonizing. Right. They claimed to do it in the name of God. <laughs> So you went over into Mexico and bumped off all the Aztecs. Right. Just about, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So it's a perspective, I guess, sometimes. So, so now the definition of war, you know, it's a state or period of fighting between states or nations, right? Mm -hmm. A struggle between opposing forces or a particular end, the war on poverty. Hmm. So we have, there's so many different wars. Like we have war on poverty. You might hear war on drugs. Mm -hmm. You might hear war on uh, same sex. I mean, whatever it is. Like you mm -hmm. might hear, you know, those terms, but they don't end up violent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they they they're, they don't end up to where casualties are are really lost. As far as uh, you know, you you say war on drugs. Let's use that for an example. Mm -hmm. How is there? A, I mean, war on drugs. Like, what are you doing? I mean to you know, Who started it? What yeah. what caused it? What you running in the streets, taking out all the drugs? You know what I mean? Are you locking up all the drug dealers? And no, exactly. <laughs> you 
and, 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 and but you locking up the little guys. You know, this is the thing. Right. You're, you're locking mm. up the little guys with with little. They get caught with little ounces, and and they're determined or they're looked at as drug dealers. No. Drug dealers are those who are head of cartels. Right. <laughs> drug dealers are those you know kingpins. What, what is uh? Give me one. Um, El Chapo. El Chapo. Yep. That's a drug dealer. Just right. If I get caught with a little ounce of weed, but I'm all right, John. You know, here. Yeah. You, you, you want to smoke with me? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, all right. Well, give me ten <laughs> bucks. You know, because I got to go get you know the rest of the stuff. You locking me up for five dollars, ten dollars. And and you're not like weed. You're not gonna go kill your mother to steal her money so you can go get high. No. <laughs> El Chapo is <laughs> <laughs> bumping off people. El Chapo, I'm chop you up. Like, hey, you know, man, me and you have a mutual friend yeah. who came out of the drug life, mm-hmm. used to be a dealer himself, and he told us both that he received a list. Somehow he got this list, and he was the number three dealer in the area, hmm. and he would get little calls from the police. When they was gonna raid his place. Uh oh. The war on drugs. Come on, man. <laughs> See? So he would leave and give them some gifts, some dope heads, and some young, you know, underlings. <laughs> and then later on, he'd come right back and do his thing. Oh, yeah. See? So is that, is that what we're looking at? If you if we applied all that scenario to what's going on right now, I, I definitely see that is what's happening. All right, I'm a. <clears throat> I'm going to prove you right. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to debate today. Well, I will, but yeah. Afghanistan, mm-hmm. very instrumental in the heroin trade, big time, big time, big time. Why didn't we go in there? Because I'm certain that if the terrorists were harboring and 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 and, and creating sales. In Afghanistan, mm-hmm. surely they were selling drugs to get money. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. to fund their missions, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So why wouldn't you cut them off at the knees financially and burn all the poppy fields down in the entire country? Because it's that money, man. They bring it. They generate a lot. I mean, you want a piece of that pie? <laughs> <laughs> you you put regulations out just so you can get a piece of that pie. Maybe you are the the one creating the pie itself. Hmm. <laughs> you know, hmm. Vietnam was the same way. They would know where the Viet Cong were, man. Right. They'd be hiding up in the rubber trees, mm-hmm. uh, the the you know areas where they make the rubber. Yeah. Uh, don't don't go up there. That's like, wait a minute! I thought we were trying to win. Mm. So we starting to see a little picture here of some really shady deals. I've got one that's really big that's going to throw people just for a loop. Don't hate me, folks. Don't hate me. Okay. It's a known fact that the Vatican helped move Nazi war criminals out of, out of Germany through the monasteries mm-hmm. down into Argentina. Yeah, that's where Hitler, uh, what is it? Yeah, that's when, uh, I, th- I forgot what film that was, man. It was Maybe I watched the documentary. Where he was hiding in the Catholic they Church. They're showing Hitler. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some people believe he didn't die. Yeah. I'm yeah. not in that camp, but I do know there was a guy, because Sam Donaldson with ABC, 
caught this guy in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And he's got him on TV. Hey, is this you? I think it was Dr. Mengele, Dr. Death, or I something like that. I think I've seen that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen that, yeah. And he, the dudes are denying it. No, no, no. And then he goes around the corner. Yeah, that is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my question is this. How come they didn't bomb the Vatican? Great question. If y'all moving and shaking, and there are pictures with priests that are basically giving their blessing to Hitler hmm. and his cadre, but y'all just going to let them go scot-free? I'm not wishing doom on the church, folks, but I'm just saying there are a lot of little weird scenarios like that in these wars. Man, if, air quote. Right. If if Hitler was hiding in my house, they'd blow it up. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> my me, my, my wife, my children, my, all of us, man. We Terrence, they did this in L.A. a few years ago, man. It was this road cop, mm-hmm. his brother. He had this vendetta against, the, so he was he was sniping police. Mm. They uh, caught him up in, uh, I think it's called Big Bear Mountain. Okay. In somebody's house. Now, he told the guy, get out. You know, I'm, he took his truck and all that. Yeah. Didn't harm anybody. <laughs> they burnt that place to the ground, man. <laughs> <laughs> burnt, I mean, killed the man. <laughs> I, I'd have been like, I, I know the Pope. <laughs> I know the Pope. The please don't do anything. <laughs> so, what's going on? Uh, f- fundamentally political. I mean, that's another, you know what I mean? War is, is, is naturally fundamentally political. Um, politics has its way of, of filtering through entertainment, sports, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, but then it also filters into war. Mm. You know, you, you, if you get one nation or one state, for an example, uh, the North against the South, right? Mm-hmm. It was not just only to free slaves, but it was mainly about that dollar. Right. Fundamentally political. I mean, that's all it, mm. it, 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 <laughs> that's all it is. Can we throw economic in there? Let's throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. What about religion? That's what we see going on with uh, was Israel and the Palestine, or was it Philistines? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we might get bombed for that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fighting over strip of land, pretty much the Holy Land. It's I mean, a religious, it's just, yeah. and then the Muslim, uh, they've got a temple. Yep. That they feel was is their holy site. Of course, the Jews feel like, you know, that's their holy land, mm-hmm. and then the Christians feel like that's their holy land. Exactly. You know, so I, at some point, something big going to happen over there, too. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a matter of time before that thing just explodes. Only God has kept that from that powder keg from blowing up. Yeah. <clears throat> but let me throw a fact in here that deals with religion. Do you think our foreign policy, U.S., U.S. foreign policy is based on religion? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. I'm uh, going to flesh that out a little bit later in the uh-huh. podcast. There, there's some stuff that people don't realize, mm. especially as it relates to the Mideast. Uh, it's pretty deep, man. Especially as it relates to the Mideast. And, and it and it does not really matter which party. Mm. That's the deep thing. Because my, my, my initial, I was getting ready to say no, I don't think so. But then you, you got to start thinking here, you know. Uh, we America, man, we we be in some crazy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and we have no business in. Like you said, what we have uh, seven hundred 
military 750 bases? military bases yeah. in 80 countries around the world. In 80 countries around <laughs> the world. <laughs> so we're only one country. So I'm, I'm assuming most of the bases are concentrated here. Mm-hmm. But then you got 79 other countries. Right. What are we doing with a military base? A big question here in my mind, Terrence, is, okay, Cuba is a communist nation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Literally avowed enemy of the United States of America. Why do we have Guantanamo Bay in Cuba? How is that possible? And they were our enemy. Man, if <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I, America has a nickname of Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's what we're seeing, man. We're seeing Big Brother be Big Brother. You know, my Big Brother comes over my house and think it's his. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he pissing on the toilet. You know, what I mean, don't want to clean it up. You know. Right. Now, I'm just saying, like, he don't do that for real. But I'm just saying, like, you know, some Big Brothers come over, man, and they think that, you know. Yeah. Open up your grown. fridge, and you know what I mean, like. Negro, I am 37 years old. Like, <laughs> right. Ask. Yeah. You know, putting your feet up, putting his feet up on a coffee table. So, you know, Big Brother America has a way of establishing authority all around the world. I don't know if they, well, they probably use money, but I think they also use history against them. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked about it earlier, what, what we did in Japan, man. Mm. We dropped that nuclear bomb. This is the first nuclear bomb that anyone has ever seen america did it first mm-hmm. and, and only <laughs> and only in, in a war situation and only but then now america you hear them y'all better not have nuclear weapons you know yeah. you, you, you got them nuclear weapons we coming weapons of mass destruction we, we looking for them we coming who, who is you man yeah i mean that'd be like that'd be like me telling you you can't have gun you have. exactly but i got a whole cachet. Come on. Ready to just put down whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you better not. I'm going to come get you if you have a gun in your house. Yeah, I'm going to what I did, what we did to Japan. Best believe <laughs> it's going to happen. So let me ask this question. <clears throat> so we're talking about the U.S. We're going to get into others soon here. But do you think after World War II, mm-hmm. both of us are Fairly young guys. We're not history buffs, but no. there's enough info out there. Mm-hmm. Do you think after World War II, that's when we became Big Brother? Mm. That's a great question. I, I, I think many eyes were open around the world. Um, like, did everybody go, oh. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they, their eyes were open around the world, man, to, to the point where they were letting they were bowing down to america you know what i mean at that time america could have came in your you know what i mean in the country let's just say germany for an example and say you know what <laughs> you 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 seen what we did over there don't you yeah <laughs> this come on <laughs> right Are, you next you next you know what i mean it's it's just like uh you know these guys in prison you know what i mean like you know he the man and i like you and I want you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, sir. <Yeah. laughs> I like you and I want you. So, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think so. Yeah, I know uh, there's a saying uh, that when Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, they say you just woke up to sleeping giant. Mm. And then, you know, what's, what's really weird, Terrence, is, <clears throat> you know, for, for years they were trying to, they being the powers that be, nations of the world, Prior to 1945, 
we're trying to establish like a world political forum, basically. Mm-hmm. And initially, it was called the League of Nations. Right, right. Which metamorphed into the United Nations. Hmm. All that came to be around that time. Mm-hmm. After we put the one, two on Japan, it was just like, you know, I don't know if you, you, you can go online. <clears throat> I think I might have watched the whole movie, but Godzilla, one of those movies, mm. the latest Godzilla movies. At the end, I mean, he just took this one monster out, man. I, I don't even know the monster's name. It's a three-headed monster. He just, just demolished him. Mm. And then at the end, all these other big boys are surrounding him. Like yeah. he about to go at it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all bow down to him. <laughs> and I think US when we did that, hmm. I mean, who was gonna really take us on? Mm. We just wiped out I mean, it was like what, ten thousand people? Yeah. In Hiroshima yeah. and then Nagasaki, you know, I don't know the actual numbers, but you, you wiped out whole you took out a generation. Jesus. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you just did a minute. And uh, the general, after that second one, he's ready to sign on the dotted line. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'll do whatever that, you that, say. That's what I'm talking you're gonna about. going to blow us away. That's exa- exactly what I'm talking about. You have influence. You have pull. You have all of that. And I think America knew that. I, I think America knew that. I, I mean, I have no way of proving this, mm-hmm. but... If you have nuclear weapons, if you're the first one, I'm, I don't think you were the first one. I'm talking about America. Mm. Let's say America was the first one to have these nukes. And you had someone nutty enough to say, we're going to use these. We, we got to establish our dominance here. We got to use these some way, somehow. I think they picked Japan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot this movie I watched. I think it was, um, it had Michael B. Jordan, and I think Tom Clancy did it. But uh, I, I, my wife and I, we watched it, and what they were doing in this movie is that they were setting up for war. Like, you know, one country would do something to another, and the news would take on to that and say, it's a possibility that we can go to war. Mm-hmm. And they would send their military in, and then they were fighting, doing all this other stuff. Pretty much they were sending them on bunk missions just to fund war, you know what I mean, just to mm. get generate money and whatnot. But I kind of think that's what happened with Japan. This is like this is my personal opinion. I don't know this, but I'm just looking at the uh, influence and the power that America has right now, mm-hmm. based off of that. It wasn't a coincidence that you know what we got nukes, we're gonna use them. No, I, I think this was set up to where this is we're gonna establish our dominance. We gotta drop a bomb somewhere, and then after that, we're going to have this influential pull. And now you see other nations just bowing down. I mean, you there is no other military from countries setting up here in the U.S. None. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't have exactly. a Russian base here. You don't have a, a Ethiopian base here. You don't have any of that. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? Like why is that? Based off of the history of America, other nations says America's nutty enough to wipe <laughs> us out. Drop this thing again. I That's just my I, personal opinion. I believe there are people that would like to do that. And right. And I also believe, Terrence, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that we will see a nuclear weapon used in our lifetime. I believe it's coming as well. I, I think there's enough because when the Soviet Union broke up, which is Russia now, basically. 
There, <clears throat> they had nuclear weaponry that I believe, and I'm trying to be as accurate off my memory, folks. I believe some of those weapons got unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. All right. Now there is like a lifespan or something on on uh, on the warheads. I, believe, I don't think you can like keep it forever right, right. and use it. But there's enough rogue people out here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. And and if if there is a nuke set off anywhere, hmm. U.S. gonna deal with it. And you better believe that. And and, and maybe China, it. maybe Russia. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but <clears throat> transitioning because I'm gonna talk about what's going on with the generations, man. Because this yeah. is a generational curse. Right. All right. But Russia. Invaded Ukraine, what, 10 days ago or so? Yeah, just about, yeah. All right. Just about. Okay, Ukraine was kind of positioning to get into NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Okay. Which is pretty much a U.S. puppet. Come on, let's keep it real. So they was going to basically join Big Brother pretty they, much. They've been making overtures to do that. <clears throat> so would that establish them as a authority or power or something like that How, what would that do for them to get in this club this nato club well they get backing basically from nato okay which, which is u.s and that moves our line of friendly nations to us closer to russian border okay so i'm trying to figure this out because myself because like you said i'm not a history buff but to me it sounds like ukraine had to established its own independence by getting into NATO. They established that before. Well, well, I'm just saying like... But I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they are independent, of course. But now that they are getting into NATO, that really separates them from Russia. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, so can we look at it like this, Terrence? Folks, we're just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this like the shakedown in the in, in, from the mafia? You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> They come in with the bats. <laughs> you need protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's protection from us. Or, or like what they did with the, um, what, what, what is it? The, they established unions by getting in and said, well, you, you need a union in here. Yeah, yeah. but they bust up the joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, wages are unfair. Yeah. <laughs> Turning tables over, <laughs> killing people. <laughs> so is this like, I mean, trying to be i love my country folks don't I get do me too. wrong i love my freedom don't give me yeah but we get to say things that are necessary to be said but but is this kind of a play for is this a mafia play so to speak between the two power nations you like got Ru- russia oh y'all gonna go yeah nato huh hmm. okay <laughs> we breaking up stuff you gotta call it like you see it man I mean, in the U.S., are we saying, you come our way, we hook you up, but we can't do nothing until you sign on the dotted line. That's what I'm talking about, man. I like you. Right. We can do this the easy way. We can do this the hard way. Right, exactly. The choice is yours. (laughs) Because as much as we, we, we're raised in the United States, so we're going to see things from the U.S. perspective, right? Right. If we were raised in Russia, we would see it from the Russian perspective, mm-hmm. right? I agree. So, 
both of us could be seen as nation builders. Like we go around the real world and impose our form of government mm -hmm. into other nations. That's just a fact, all right? It didn't work out too well for us in Afghanistan. No. You know? Didn't we lose? We didn't do too well. <laughs> I would say this. I mean, Terrence, if, if you had a gang, right? Right. And the gang ran you out of the hood, did you win? No. <laughs> I mean, y'all fighting and, and y'all been fighting for 20 years and you run off? Yeah. How is that considered a win? Uh, it's not a win. We went over, and rightly so, if you believe the story, mm -hmm. the Taliban were behind 9-11. Right. We went in there and kicked butt. Supposed to. Yeah. You done brought it to the to the backyard? Mm -hmm. We got to get busy. And how come you ain't drop a nuke on them? If, if what they did here, 9-11, you know what I mean? Good question. What, what, what they did in Pearl Harbor, Japan got <laughs> destroyed. I mean, Hiroshima yeah. got destroyed. And couldn't have an army for 50 years or something like that. So why didn't you do that to them? Because I believe they saw a bigger picture and could establish dominance mm -hmm. through the economy. Oil. That's what it's about. So I watched the show, man. Because back then, everything was the hype was terrorism. We got to kill the terrorists. Get rid of them. Right. And just about everybody could have been a terrorist at that time. Everybody was so spooked. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> <laughs> they looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was watching this show. It was on Fox News. Hmm. And uh, it was uh, Colonel Oliver North. And for those who are old enough to remember, Oliver North actually went to prison for this Iran-Contra thing with, with Ronald Reagan. Right. Anyway, he came out all right. He's probably a really wealthy man right now. Um, so he was on the show and, and being interviewed. And so the guy started talking to him about terrorism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, he's going to do the party line here. He, he's going to go, yeah, we got to kill the terrorists. They're evil. Mm -hmm. The first thing he said was, we got to protect our oil interests. Mm. I said that cat's out the bag now. That's what it's about. That's why you can't. You ain't dropped that nuke. You you right. destroyed the you goods. blowing up the oil fields. You, you if you destroyed the goods. You blowing up the poppy fields. If mm -hmm. you. That's right. I couldn't. But I was like, dang. I mean, he just said it. Just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the deal was, we were told, going in Iraq, we'll we'll use some of that money from the oil. Basically, to help America fund whatever interest we got. I, I don't recall ever getting a dime. Oil right now, or, or gas right now, is what? Like, I saw uh, last night, I was looking on the news, uh, in California, it's like $7 a gallon, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here in Indiana, was, I, th I saw one yesterday, it was like $4.49, $4.59 a gallon. You know, do you know who the numbers, the number one oil and gas company is in the world? Who? Saudi Aramco. If hmm. I'm Never heard of it. No, you haven't. But that's in <clears throat> the Middle East. Right. They're the number one. Then you have ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Shell.
Mm. I'm bringing this out because it's, it's hitting that point to, to while we're going over there to Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Like Saudi <laughs> and many others, they like, man, we ain't stupid. America's not finna come over here and we number one. Now I'm just trying, I'm, I'm just putting in the light of, it's, it's, it's it makes sense. Two plus two is four. It's right. just going to make sense because if I'm the number one oil producer or, you know what I mean, in the world, and why would I let another country come over to the Middle East to take part of that? Not going to have it. So I believe Saudi and all of them got together, and this is why America got kicked out of the hood. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have one gang fight another gang. You had gangs fighting one gang. Right. Trouble was on the horizon. Trouble was man. on the horizon. And you know what's weird, man, is uh, Russia is a major player in exporting oil in the world. Right, Putin said he want to put $300 a barrel. <laughs> if this keeps going, that's going to happen. Man, hey. Question, though, Terrence, why is, why, is our, why is our gas and oil going up when a very small portion of our oil comes from Russia. Because we ain't got it, man. <laughs> man, there's something that's not being told. That's the only thing I'm saying. I know we got enough oil, brother, here in the U.S. Man, America runs on the debt <laughs> system. That. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> America runs on the debt system. Do we owe people? I mean, do nations go to war when they owe money? I'm pretty sure. I mean, why not? I mean, it's no different from what we see in the hood. It's no different than what we see in different businesses. You know what I mean? In corporate America, it's no different. You know, if you owe me, if you owe me, it's on, bro. Coming to get it. I'm coming to get it. It ain't no small thing. 20 bucks ain't nothing. But people kill each other over $20. That's you know true. I mean? But $20 is nothing. But if you owe me $20 billion, if you owe me $20 trillion, are you, you huh? Yeah. And ain't going to pay? And you ain't going to pay? No, I ain't going to pay. Forget you. You know, forget. What's Trump? I want to speak to Trump. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, no. Nah, so the negotiation deals is gone. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what what are put in, inside these treaties, these peace treaties? And, folks, just to remind you, look this up. U.S. constitutional law is superseded by treaties between nations. Correct. Go look it up. Yeah, yeah. So when we got really close a long time ago to signing this biodiversity treaty, <clears throat> which the language in it had reduction of the population to one billion. Right. That would have been law of the land. Yeah. And that would have been what we had to adhere by mm -hmm. as a nation. Now, and there are other treaties I'm pretty sure – in the past that though that probably went through behind closed doors because I believe that ever, ever other nations, when they sign treaties with America, it, it has an expiration date. So, you know, you got to go back and you got to do it again, mm -hmm. you know, draft a bill, you know, whatnot, because times change, you know, you can't have a treaty, you know, last for 200 years. Right. I mean, it, it, you know, things change, money changes. So the value, yeah. So, now you put something new on the table and it's just like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. That wasn't there before. And we talked about that with, you, with your previous leaders, you know, and it's just like, no, nah, man, but I like you and I want you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm sticking to that, man, because it is so. We're going to take it. We're going to take it. <laughs> and they do. 
this is why in the peace treaty, look, we're going to put our, our base right here. Now, okay, well, I put 20, 20 trillion on the table. Okay, we can do that. Now it's like, well, it's time for you guys to get out of here. No, no, no. We ain't getting out of here. Well, I, I need y'all to leave. No. Yeah. See right here on the dotted line. Exactly. The fine print, what you need a microscope to. America is good at that. <clears throat> I mean, that's how I would they say get a eat. lot of nations are good at that. I want to read some here, Terrence. Mm -hmm. War has an economic benefit and impact, both positive and negative. And so you have, when you go to war, your economy can get a boost because now you having to put people to work to produce war machines. That's right. Basically. Yep. And, and now, <clears throat> Probably that was better seen in World War II mm -hmm. because we were still a manufacturing nation. Yeah. Now we're a debt nation. We we our economy runs off debt. It doesn't run off manufacturing anymore. Mm -hmm. That's all gone overseas. Yep. But you know, let's just go with that for a minute. So you're getting new technology, so that creates jobs, mm -hmm. creates money and flowing and stuff like that. Those are like the upsides. Yeah. Now then you have uh, national debt though you gotta pay for it <laughs> somebody got to <laughs> and this I was looking up I think it was Desert Shield it's like we we in for two trillion really and that's debt that's not like there were no taxes passed to raise money for the war effort mm -hmm. you know back in the day that's where spoiler alert folks that's where your federal income came from mm. the tax imposed back during the war was kept right i didn't know that now it's supposed to be temporary right oh yeah it's yeah. always temporary yeah. <laughs> social security is supposed to be temporary correct That's <laughs> so then you get inflation mm -hmm. <clears throat> and if you're not careful you go in your history and look back what happened to france way back in the day hmm. they were helping the united states <laughs> fight england right but their their economic situation was going. Whoosh. Mm. So eventually it came back to bite them. And the people said, we're done. Hmm. They went and got the king and cut his head off. <laughs> his wife was killing a bunch of people just at random, man. They just they just had it. Wow. The economic the economic situation just just and it was just basically rich and poor, mm -hmm. dirt poor. You know, you had the wealthy nobility. Right the wealthy church, and then you had the broke everybody else. Yeah. And the broke everybody else, the ants rose up, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it was done. Mm. That's my fear here. Hmm. We're, we're all over the place. Mm. Our economy is not doing well right now. We don't have a strong enough leader. Yes. Granted. A strong enough leader <laughs> of the free world. You got to have a strong leader in the free world. And I, and I do believe Trump... Probably what I, I mean, out of the last two we had, uh, he was the strongest. But I mean, I, I, he was strong, but he was unpredictable too. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, man, would Trump pull the trigger on us? Yeah, yeah I don't want to find out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and I think he was he came off too aggressive. You know, yeah, you still can be strong, but don't be too aggressive. You know, I, I'm, I'm an aggressive, I'm an aggressive person, but I'm not going to oppose my will. 
in your house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm at the door until I get invited to sit down. I'm not about to sit down and without, you know, <laughs> uninvited. Right. Can you take your shoes off? No. <laughs> you stay on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's who he was. You know what I mean? Like, D stay on. Yeah, he he was threatening. I'm a, I'm a bomb. He called the the guy North Korea little rocket man. Yeah, I'm gonna be dropping bombs in your backyard. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That did keep people at bay. It just it yeah. did. That was just a. <laughs> so I want to bring this concept up that I just found out about. It's called the broken window fallacy. Because mm. this is one of the reasons people. I heard predictions that if we have a recession, we're going to war. We in a recession. Yeah, it was just We're, we just don't know it. No, right. <laughs> it hadn't been officially, you know, the, the numbers. The because I, I was looking at some last night. They're saying our inflation is like seven percent, seven point nine. We are in a recession. But this one lady was saying we're actually at fifteen percent. Mm. It's just that they, the shell game is done with the numbers. Yep. So then that's the way to get out of a bad economy. Mm-hmm. war yeah, right right so the broken window fallacy says it money is spent on repairing the damage it is a mistake to think this represents an increase in economic output and economic welfare so what that means it like <clears throat> you break the window mm-hmm. so you have to spend money to fix it right that creates a job mm-hmm. and money spent but the fallacy is is that that money couldn't have been spent somewhere else without the window being broke right See what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they say war creates economic growth, mm-hmm. and it's been proven it does. But then what would that money have done if there was no war? Mm-hmm. And then you've got all the other right. casualties. Right. I'm going to read something a little bit. Thousands and millions of people did hmm. that didn't necessarily have to die. So can I jump on the generation thing real quick? Yeah, man. Get, go ahead. Because I, I am a firm believer that every generation goes to war. Y'all heard mm. me say that time after time, and I'm going to keep saying it. And we said it before this uh, Russian thing. I said it. I said Gen Z will go to war. Millennials. We did our bit. Desert Shield. Yeah, we, Desert, yeah, de- yeah, we did our bit. Gen X was Desert Storm. Yeah. Boomers were Vietnam. Vietnam. And, silent? Uh, silent was World War II. I'm telling you. Korea. That's true. Every generation and goes the one, to war. What, the great generation before Silent was World War One. World War One, yeah. You, you, you have to have that in there. But, but go ahead, man. Go ahead. So here's, here's a reality check. So when you hear Russia, Gen X, red flags pop up. Hmm. Because that's what we lived through. Cold War. Yes. So we were we were always living under the threat of a nuclear explosion. Yeah, I feared Russia. No, nah, I didn't, wasn't really fear Russia. It was just nobody wanted to go up in a blaze. Russia, Russia's <laughs> nutty. Russia's nutty. So there was this concept then of nuclear uh, mutually assured destruction. Like, we got enough bombs. You got enough bombs. To destroy the entire planet ten times over, why don't we just back off? Yeah. Let bygones be bygones. But when you see these buildings that you go in and it has a nuclear symbol on it, those were shelters. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. And you guys shelter. had to do the shelter. The drill. Bond, yeah, in school. Hide yeah. under, was it table or something like that? Yeah, I don't know how that will protect you from a nuclear bomb. but Yeah, yeah we did the same thing. <laughs> I remember that. Now they have terrorism drills. Terrorism. Active shooter. Active shooter drill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, I mean, that does not create fear in us. Because that's what we grew up on. Right. Like, we kind of just felt, all right, this might actually happen. So you get used to it. Mm -hmm. And if you go back in the 80s, you see all the movies. The first Red Dawn was about Russia invading the United States. It was a Red Dawn? I think that was a movie. Then there was one about the this nuclear sub with Sean Connery and then the... The one Rocky. That's what I was going to say. That <laughs> makes so much sense. Ivan Drago. He he's from beast. Russia. He was a beast, <laughs> yeah, right. man. Auto, uh, um, Rambo, to an extent, it wasn't dealing with Russia. Yeah. But it was war, Vietnam, Vietnam stuff like yeah. that. So you had you had a lot of movies kind of pushing the theme. You know, America's the hero and that's all that like, stuff. That's why I like Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the Vietnam War was, the, I, in my opinion, was the most unpopular war throughout, you know, U.S. history. But they actually, CNN got a report and says that it was the Afghanistan War is the most unpopular war. Mm, I can I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. I can agree with that. Now, so, Gen Z is draft age now. See? And they don't want to go. They do <laughs> They don't want to go. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to read this quote to you, man. This is from an article. Uh, it's aljazeera.com. Not worth fighting for young Ukrainians and Russians shun war. Mm. It ain't worth fighting. That's what they're saying. <laughs> it says here, the biggest generational gap between young people and older people is their ability to suffer. Hold on, say that again. The biggest generational gap between young people and older people is their ability to suffer. Mm. So, Gen Z has not suffered anything. No. And I'm not calling them sissies or weak, or I'm just saying you haven't been through any type of struggle, racial, economic, mm -hmm. gender, nothing. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> yeah, you spring chicken. Yeah. So, this can be causing fear. For them? For them. Yeah. Because they've never had to, most, most most Gen Zs have gone to the fridge and there's food. Man, I ain't going to lie. When when they talk about 9-11, my cheeks tighten up. And they talk about draft. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, it it don't matter. It was it 16, ain't it? What? The, the draft. You, the age. 18. Where, yeah, 18. Yeah. I used to, wasn't it 16 before? No. Yeah, I, that's I, my memory. But anyways, yeah. But we were approaching that age, man. A lot of, you know, Millennials that I knew in high school, man, especially the little older ones who were probably about eight, around eighteen, they went. They was happy. Mm. We 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 about to go. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> thank I, you. I lost a buddy over in over in the war too, man. <laughs> like, thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> so, would you be a draft dodger? Thanks, yeah, <laughs> folks. I'm playing dodgeball, baby, <laughs> folks. <laughs> but I'm too old right now, so. So praise the Lord. I don't think so, man. I if Russia and U.S. went to war, yeah, everything's on the table. So no matter what age, I I don't think they gonna care. Right. I I think that's it. Used to be they would not send like the firstborn son or something like that. Yeah, uh, if a man 
and you folks can correct me, but I know I'm, I'm right in the ballpark. Women definitely didn't go. Yeah. If a man, like, just got married or something like that, mm-hmm. probably could stay home. That's all. Now they send couples. They send. <laughs> it's all on the table now. Come on, man. My, you know, my freedom of speech, you know what I mean? I, I make love, not war. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. So, um, so how do you respond then if the war is a just war? Like, if there are uh, Russians coming to our border, mm-hmm. you dodge and you fighting. I told you, man, I make love, not war. So they coming to your house. Mm-hmm. Peace, brothers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is the time I might become transgender. <laughs> I'm fighting, my man. <laughs> you gonna fight? I'm gonna go out in a blaze um, now. I'm basically a, a conscientious objector type. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Thank you for your service, John. Yeah, I, you know, I never <laughs> did get in the military. My son did. <clears throat> but um, I don't have a problem defending for the right cause. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yes. You know what I'm saying? Now, us going over, just bumping people off for oil. Mm-hmm. What Russia's doing now or Ukraine, we don't know which who really is, what the truth is. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> that's, that is the truth. That's what Muhammad Ali was saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, that's why I was going to bring him up. You know what I mean? Like, he was, we, that's not us. You know what I mean? We fighting war with, you know, comes to racism here and there. You know what I mean? We're fighting our individual wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, war on family. You know, you got families going at it. I mean, we, we got enough going on as it is. Uh, we, we a lot of people still trying to bounce back from COVID. You know what I mean? And, and, and again, like for me, my opinion, that's them. <laughs> if it meets my doorstep, I'm I'm I'm, I'm all for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If y'all come over here and did what what Japan did, you know, for World War Two, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm all for it. I get that. I'm on that. But right now, if they talking about yeah, we're gonna sh- boot up. Psh, okay, yeah, we ain't got nothing to do with. Russia or Ukraine. That's right. I'm putting on my love boots. Long's <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't pink, Terrence. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they won't be pink. No. So, do you think war is fair? Ooh, if we're talking about economic, I guess it is fair. But go go deep on that. Um. Well, we and here's the crazy thing is we just switched like, you know putting on a pair of brand new socks from COVID to war. Mm-hmm. You don't hear any talks about COVID right now. Right. But, but COVID was the the financial killer, you know, for, for America and, and, and all over the world. Um, but definitely here in America. But then we just switched to war so we can make money. Though this has nothing to do with us. We're not at war yet. However, we will get there because the way... We're in a recession. Like you said, Gen Z ain't, they fresh. You know what I mean? They, they, mm-hmm. they spring chickens. They haven't went through anything. And right now, you use this young generation who is called the most feared generation. You know what I mean? Who, mm-hmm. Who's already amped up in political issues. You're going to take some of that mentality, like Kyle Rittenhouse, and you're going to send them to war. Mm-hmm. And just so we can make more money, so we can get out of this recession and then we move on. But when it comes to just being in war and just putting bodies out there, I don't agree with that. You, come on, man. Like you want to 
a whole we've seen a whole generation of people get wiped out in in, in Hiroshima and you know what I mean and you're doing the same thing here you're going to wipe out a whole generation of Gen Z's all across the world mm -hmm. I'm not for that so I think now you're coming from a millennial perspective too yeah I am because yeah. you got family yep and you got an older son he's what 13 yeah he'll be, yeah so you can legitimately argue in a few years, and he's going to have to, you know, for folks listening overseas, United States, you don't have to join the military. It's not a law to join the military at 18, but you sign are required up. to sign up through what's called selective service. I did. I signed up for selective service. And when you take the, um, what is it, financial aid, when you get financial aid, yeah. you have to sign up for selective service. Right, or you can't get financial aid. I, I think there's a lot of things you don't like. Social Security benefits are messed up. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you go to jail if you don't sign up, mm -hmm. but it's better that you do. Yeah, you looked at it as weak, you know what I mean? And I understand <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, your yeah. life is kind of messed up if you don't. Yeah, but if my son, you know, my oldest and if it was my youngest, if they got selected, man, and they's like, you got to go, I will take their place. There's no doubt about that. They got a life to live. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, I, I'm, I didn't raise these young men to be killers. Right. <laughs> I raised them to be fathers. You know what I mean? Men to stand on principles. Men to, you know, have a moral, you know, a moral back to stand upon. Mm -hmm. You know, I, no. Y'all, I live my life. Y'all go ahead. Right. Be that, be that kind of men that I raised you to be. There's other men, you know, different mentality, raising to be killers. Yeah, military, family. You know, go ahead. Stand for your country. Yeah, stand for your country. I, I will. I stand for my country. Mm -hmm. But I'm a family man first, and I'm, I'm for my boys. Yeah, imagine uh, living over there right now mm -hmm. with the mental process they got to go through. Yeah. <clears throat> and you were telling me you don't necessarily agree with the line that's out there that Ukraine is, is the victim. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. There's something else going on, man. I, I don't believe, now I don't believe in following the crowd. I believe the crowd is always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is usually the case, And honestly. And you got the whole world backing Ukraine. Like you brought out, they trying to get a part of NATO. Mm -hmm. Russia don't want that to happen. Russia knows something about Ukraine. Absolutely, that's Russia, true. Russia knows something about Ukraine. So does the U.S. Yes. And they we're not to, being told something. That's we're not I firmly believe right. that. And all the world is behind Ukraine. Oh, love Russia, leave them alone. Y'all don't know what Russia is doing. Russia could be saving all of us from what Ukraine is probably getting ready to do <laughs> when they join NATO. You know what I mean? Like That's just my opinion, though. That's just my but, opinion. But ironically, Terrence, we are... Russia came out on record and said, y'all put sanctions on us. We know how to handle it. Yeah. You don't. Mm. And y'all don't know what's coming. See? And I'm sitting there like, you know, Siberia, and yeah, they can probably handle some stuff. They, they've been through. Mm -hmm. They've been invaded. We've never been invaded as a nation, man. No, we haven't. Never. We don't know what that's like. So what if that happened? Or look at the economy now. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, there's these doomsday predictions, which are always going to be there. Yeah. But some of these are legitimate. And we're poking the bear, <laughs> so to speak. Mm. And it's not working out for us. You know, it's we could actually right now. Well, I don't know how long it will take, but 
the drilling needs to start could start back here in U.S. and we wouldn't even have to worry about oil from anybody else. Yeah, Trump did do that, by the way, mm. and we became the number one exporter of oil in the world. Yeah, yeah. And remember, the gas prices went. Whoosh. Yeah, they went all the way down. I'm, I'm like, man, we almost. And then we went. <laughs> now I'm not. I am in no way a Trump supporter, folks. Mm. <laughs> but I'm just telling you the facts. That's, those are the facts. That's what happened. Yeah. And when Biden got in, mm. and you said on one of our podcasts. When a Democrat president goes in, the oil price of oil jumps. All the time. And now it's going to possibly somewhere where no man has gone before. Yeah, because Indiana, I believe, we're almost at $5 a gallon. Yeah, we're getting yeah. real close. It, yeah. it diesel is. Yeah, diesel is, yeah. But California, I don't know what, they about 8 now? They were 7 when I saw yesterday, yeah, last should, night. Yeah, they should be at 8 right now. So my point is, is that we're not looking at what's, what can happen to us. Neither is there an appeal for us to get on board. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no town hall meetings, no president address on, hey, this is going to get tough, folks. Hmm. We believe that we should back Ukraine. None of that. None of that. It's just boom, and then they asked Biden on one of these uh, uh, reporters. You know, he was getting off the plane or something. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to the gas prices? They're going to go up. Yeah. Now, he don't pay for gas. Me and you do. Yes, we do. The listeners do. The people overseas that are listeners. You guys in the UK, you really close. Germany, yeah. you really close yeah. to the conflict. What's going to happen to your fuel prices? And and Russia is a major contributor to, to the that's, EU nations. That's what I'm talking about. He said 300 a barrel. He's going to choke the life out of them. Will they be able to survive that type of economic disaster? I do not think so. And, and the last talks that I heard is, and here's the thing, Democratic mindset is when they get in office, all the oil goes up. I mean, that's just history. You can look at that. Um, so there was talks about a bill or stimulus checks given to the American people $300, I think, a month. And you know where they're going to get that money from? Putting taxes on oil companies. Mm. And so, can I rephrase that? Go ahead. Me and you paying more money for we're, gas. We're paying more money for <laughs> gas. And, and, and oil itself, Terrence, is in everything. Mm -hmm. It's in food production. It's in plastic, yeah. tires. Every facet of life, all the petroleum is used. Mm -hmm. So all those costs are going to go up right? if this thing hits like, like they're saying. Now, I predict this. Y'all hear it? I predict this. Based off what we're seeing with um, the fossil fuels and green energy, I think this is the way to, you're, the, scale, the, the scale is being tilted to more electric now. Mm. Because when oil went up, guess what else went up? Solar went up. Bam. When solar went up, you had all these other energies go up. Natural gas, bam. Yeah, everything went up. You're starting to see the scales tilt a little bit towards us moving towards getting the off green, the fossil fuel. The Green New Deal. See, that, I mentioned this in one of the podcasts. Yeah. And I was just kind of throwing this out there. It's just like, it just seems like when the opposite side does something, mm -hmm. and let's just say, the oil people. Yeah. They do something. It looks like they're against the 
the clean energy people. That's what it looks like. But then it's, <laughs> you see their prices rising. That's right. It's like, okay, why is that happening? I mean, it's like both sides are benefiting from the conflict. From the conflict. I put my money in solar. When I seen that go up, I mean, I have it. I had it. In, I had it in solar before, but now when I seen it, the scale tilt, I said, "Now it's time. Mm. Now it's time." So, just and you brought out something dealing with um, crypto. I know we said in, in the one podcast uh, is crypto a new currency. I don't know. We we shot two episodes there, but anyways. Mm. The one where I was saying, like, we haven't seen Bitcoin react in a recession or we haven't seen it act, you know, when it in comes war to war. Time. That's right. And yeah. it's right now it's consistent. It'll go 43,000 and then it'll drop down to 39. It'll go to 44 and it'll go back like to 38, 39. Right. I'm just saying, like, but you brought out something about a country. Yeah. The people are. I was looking this up. Uh of course, Bitcoin dropped, uh, but it says, like this one article, war in Ukraine could accelerate the growth of the crypto sector. See? <laughs> How the Ukraine conflict became a turning point. This is dealing with crypt crypto. Um, and people are sending money to support Ukraine through crypto. Mm. It's like a test or something, man. It's... it's uh, you know, it's 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 just it's just really strange how this is working out. It says Ukraine war is crypto's biggest test yet. <laughs> it's wild, man. Crypto and global stocks soar even as analysts warn about Russia. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, there there's a lot of dynamics that's that's playing here that we just gotta keep our eyes open to. But I want to hit a big thing, man, I, and I want you to get to the to the end of that story. Mm -hmm. What happened to the guy that painted the king's eye and his broken leg? But the biggest casualty, man, is people. Yeah, that's right. See, they never really report the real harm mm -hmm. that war does. It just destroys by the tens of thousands. I mean, you drop a bomb here, that's 100 people dead. You drop another one there, that's 500 people dead. Right. And they're not coming back. That's somebody's mother, somebody's son, somebody's whoever mm -hmm. gone, which means you're scarred for life yeah. if you survive that. I'm going to read some stats here, man. This was, this was from Vietnam, right? Mm-hmm. It says in 95, Vietnam officials, uh, this is Britannica.com, uh, 2 million civilians on both sides and some 1.1 million North Vietnamese and Viet Cong fighters. That's over 3 million people. <laughs> Gone, man. I mean, just, just, just wiped out. This is from uh, Desert Storm. Desert, yeah, Desert Storm. Civilian deaths resulted from the conflict estimated between 100,000 and 200,000. Okay. There's cities that have mm -hmm. less people. A lot of cities that have less. You wiped out cities. 
full of people. With the Vietnam deaths, you wiped out nations mm -hmm. full of people. And it's just like, that's the casualties of war. Right. Well, you believe in that old saying that what you sow, you're going to reap. Mm. Now, if you, again, if there's the cost is right, they hit us. Taliban hit us. We had to go get them. Had to. Right? Yeah, got to. But we didn't have to go in Iraq. See? He was a paper tiger, man. He wasn't going to do nothing. Mm. That whole region is destabilized now. So we went into Afghanistan, but then, oops, Iraq. Oh, they're, they've got weapons. They're training terrorists. And no WNDs anywhere in the nation. Nowhere. Not one vial of anthrax. Not one little note mm. on somebody creating some WMD. Nothing. Nothing. Right. But thousands of people were killed. Mm -hmm. Everything is ripped to shreds. Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah. Afghanistan was just a total cluster. 20 years and you get booted out by the people that you went to to kill. Man, I'm telling you, all the gang members showed up. <laughs> That's From right. Every city, man. every town, kicked them out. But the 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 unwritten story mm -hmm. is all the dead bodies, right? Innocent lives. We just move on. It's just okay. Let's go back. Uh, let's go binge watch again. Let's. Mm. Oh, we can go back. The Super Bowl's back, and you know, on both sides. On both sides of the coin, man. I mean, it, it, but meanwhile, somebody's grieving. And I can, like I said, I haven't experienced that once when a child goes to war or, you know what I mean? And they, right. They didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like, you, how do you live with that? Do you really deep down say in your mind and your heart it was for the better of the country, America? But then when you open up the history books and then, you know what I mean, you open up a closet door and all the bones fall out, are, are you saying is it worth it? I couldn't. Not, not if, not if we go on for oil. Not if Russia's going for just a land grab or whoever, you know. And, and, and these are the people who we talk to daily when we bring about, but again, we hammer the church. We bring out some issues dealing with the church, but we also bring out some issues with, issues with America and the history. Mm -hmm. And when we talk to these people who, you know, ch children, or, you know, their sons went to war and we're telling me or we're talking to these things, they get so defensive. It ain't funny. And I think the defense is not to defend America, but defending the mindset and the heart, knowing, you know what I mean, you, that your child went to fight for this country. You know what I mean? You, you were, for, for political reasons. For reason. political reasons. Or economic. Yeah. And, and when the truth comes out, man, it's just like, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't worth it. You know, I lost Johnny because, of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like my I, my children, if the draft comes, like I said, I, if if possible, I will take their place. I I mean I I don't care. 55, 85 years old out there. Mm -hmm. Know how to pull a trigger. I know how to pull a trigger. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. Casualties at loss. That that that's what this is really about. You know what I mean? I I can't I can't go to war and kill somebody. Look, looking on the other side of that gun. This is a father. This is his son. You know what I mean? Like he he means so much to his parents, mm -hmm. to his family. You mm. know. Mm. That's deep. <clears throat> I could do it. Mm -hmm. It just depends. Yeah. yeah. I, I've that, been in too many fights, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. I become a lover, man. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I am at heart. I'm. I I I don't. 
agree with the policies that uh, that are in place now mm-hmm. uh, for war aggression and stuff like that. I mean, you just can't can't justify most of what's what's happening, you know. And then you know, I still got to burn my saddle mm. back during the Clinton administration when uh, Rwanda was just yeah. That, that, why they did nothing. They did zero. They did <laughs> nothing, brother. And, and I remember. The, I remember to this day, man. Uh, this doesn't rise to the level of genocide. Uh, we have no interest over there. And you sat by and watched eight hundred thousand people get murdered. Get, and uh, you wouldn't have to fire one bullet. Send some troops. That would have been enough. Big brother's coming. I, I'm a firm believer that <laughs> it was done intentional for you not to do anything. Oh, absolutely. It, Absolutely. You whisper in one side of the ear and say, hey, man, they don't like you, this and that. And you whisper in the other side of the ear, hey, man, they, they really don't like you either. And then you watch them fight, and then you step back, and you don't do anything. Because when we get ready to talk about break the curse, that's I'm going to talk on that, man. Yeah. So, But this king, you want to know about the king? <clears throat> yeah, what's going on with this king? All right, so after uh, this brave painter stepped up and painted the king, the, uh, the painting was plastered all over town, and the painter drew the king aiming for a hunt with one eye closed and one leg bent mm. smart dude yeah smart guy he, <laughs> he wasn't about to die <laughs> right <laughs> he, wasn't about to, he wasn't about to make him look bad but that's the thing is it's so how do you think this ties into what we're talking about here i think in a lot of ways we got to realize that the people that are running these nations mm-hmm. russia china U.S., wherever. Right. They're human. Yeah. And a lot of times, humans don't want to be embarrassed. Mm. Right? All right. So, Especially just, if they just the wrong take Biden, for instance. Yeah. He don't want to look bad with Russia. Mm-hmm. Right? He's he's so miserable, I guarantee you he's miserable, man. So he got one leg, one <laughs> eye. Right. He's one foot in the grave. And everybody's got the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. They, the whole world knows U.S. and Russia cannot go to war. Mm-hmm. That's all the nations in the world going to war. Yep. You can't. He has mentioned something like that. Mm-hmm. But but basically, in my opinion, Terrence, he's saving face because the policies that he's putting in place, we're suffering. We're suffering. It's like the big bully. I remember uh, Ice-T was talking about the, the, the big gang member he saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget this guy, Tukey or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his girl was out there, and Tukey drove. He's like, "Girl, get in here!" <laughs> <laughs> he blamed her for him. <laughs> and and that's kind of what I feel. It's like we're being blamed for for that. Yeah. We're, we're paying the price anyway. Just stand up and say, "Man, we got nothing to do with that." We hmm. it's it's not our fight. We we would help you if we could, right. but you understand what's going to happen mm. if we get in this thing. Right. We're going to help you as much as we can. We'll send you aid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, groups going there and help yeah. feed people and stuff like that. But we're not going to send one bullet. We're not going to send a plane. We're not going to send a soldier. Because if we get in this thing, just stand up and be a man about that. You're not going to be soft if you tell that. Forget all the war profiteers and folks want to make money. Mm-hmm. This ain't our war, man. Right. So we're paying the price already. And could be, based on your story, 
Mm-hmm. Got to make the king look good. Got to make him look good. His people need to be saying, don't do it, Joe. Yeah. Leave him alone. Let's get this oil pumping back in the U.S. so our prices can go down. Let's fix this economy. Let's work on the things here, man. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting well before we was on the planet as yeah. a nation. People worried about the wrong things. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if I'm Joe, I'm worried about my health. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, but I kind of look at all this a little different. And based off of me hanging out with a Gen X. <laughs> Come on. I developed this little, <laughs> I don't want to say conspiracy theorist, but don't trust nobody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so there's a reason why they got Trump out of office. Again, I, I am I didn't vote for Trump. You know what I mean? But I'm kind of see this thing play out. They've gotten videos of Trump saying, well, he was actually backing Russia, and he said himself, Ukraine is crazy. Mm. So then we see the US trying to get Russia, I mean Ukraine into NATO. Mm-hmm. I believe Trump did not want Ukraine into NATO. Okay. But he and Putin had a good relationship. That's true. No doubt on that. Had a great relationship. But when the power or authority shifts, in other words, we get a different commander in chief, with, you know, in Joe Biden, <laughs> that administration says, we're going to back Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We're all for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've I really this got is, it in his head now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is like this. <laughs> this is smoking mirrors is what's happening right now. Mm. Um, so I, I do believe that there is something else going on and I'm not for backing. I'm, I don't want to say I'm not for backing Ukraine, but I'm just not for for jumping and following the crowd right now. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I want to see this thing play out here. And right. that's why you won't see me get strapped up and booted up. Because <laughs> I might end up turning the gun somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you know, to, to your point, Terrence, a lot that, if you look at history, man, that's happened to us so many times, man. Exactly. Iraq was our ally, then their enemy. Iran was our ally, then their enemy. Mm-hmm. Egypt was our ally, then their, you know, it's, yeah. so... And Trump's still staying by his statement. So Yeah, he ain't going to change. He's, no, he's not. But, so um, I just want to do a short little break the curse, man. And this is yeah, what yeah. I believe. I believe with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. And U.S. has been in a position for a long time to lead the world in character. Hmm. I like to been in position for a long time to do that. Yeah, we've chosen not to do that. We've chosen to, and I don't care. You can say you Christian. I, I, <laughs> look, when you good with a lot of the stuff that we produce in entertainment, mm. you ain't producing that character. You're not. You know it's. People have, they want to come to this nation a lot of times for money because you can make a lot of money here. Right. I'm going to say at one point it was for freedom. Mm. It was to have freedom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To 
And this nation has never been perfect at all. Never. Never. Nope. From inception. Never been perfect. Soon as the boat got here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But the opportunities grew. And like the Rwanda thing I was talking about, you could have showed big brother don't like you messing with little brother. Yeah. Okay. So what? We ain't getting no gold oil from them. What you doing is wrong. Exactly. And then same thing like with China. Cut the rope. Mm. Now we're not we're not doing business with people who got slave labor and That's what I'm saying. We we we're not gonna do that. We okay, when y'all get it right, mm. come back and see it. Right. Cause we really don't need anybody else for anything, man. No, we don't. We've got all the resources in the world that we need. Mm-hmm. Food, weather, you name it. Hey, we'll hook up with Canada and Mexico <laughs> right. and do our thing. Yeah. So that's my how to break this curse is if we were able, yeah. I don't see that happening, but I'm saying if we were able to take the moral position, mm-hmm. not the judgment, we're better than you. We've got more money. No, mm. it's we're willing to be a servant to the world. Exactly. You know, not, not be a dictator, but we're willing to serve you if that will help you grow. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it. <clears throat> Man. You're hitting it, man. Like, I see this king. Uh, it's getting to break me the curse. So I see this king with, with the uh, one leg, one eye, you know. make he's, he, they, they made the king look good. And if you look at his past history, I mean, his, his history <laughs> is not good. Mm. So our forefathers, if you look at their history, mm. their past, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But they're painted in a light to where... They look good. And if we continue on that track, man, this world will fall off the cliff. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because everybody wants to look good at the end of the day. I understand that. But, I mean, look good by doing good. Hmm. That's how you look good. You know, Mm. that's how you look good. Look good by doing good. Do the right thing. And why is it that every generation has to go to war? We we just, you know, we we brought out money and all this other stuff, you know, fundamentally political. But... Let's break that cycle. Let's break that curse. Let's be mm. proud to say that we had, you know, Gen Alpha, no war. Right. We did this without war all across. No one dies. Everybody, you know, but again, people have it in their mind that population control has to happen. Mm. I mean, we're looking at Indiana. You know, I'm driving around Indiana cause my, for my job, and I'm starting to see a lot of cornfields. They're starting to be factories. Mm. And then they're starting to turn into housing subdivisions. So we're actually losing land. Before mm. you know, we probably have one cornfield. <laughs> 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 one huge cornfield and everybody else living around it. <laughs> right. But I, I do see that the the America's populating at a fast pace. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have the natural resources. They say there's a water shortage. They're saying that there's a food shortage. They're saying all of the above. So this is another reason why we have war. Let's fix the water shortage. Let's fix, you know what I mean, the, the food shortage. Mm-hmm. You can. You figured out how to get a trillion dollars. <laughs> you right. figured out how to get a, you know what I mean? You, 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 we're, we're smart. We're smarter than we were before our forefathers. Mm-hmm. But I think we're making the same mistake by taking that same mindset as our forefathers just to look good. Hmm. Just so you can sit in that office and say you did X, Y, Z. I mean, 
if you got to get assassinated to look good, just do it. <laughs> Easy to say. It, it is. I mean, but that's to me, that's war. You're doing the right thing. It's unto the death, basically. It's unto the it's death. Like I'll die for this country if it's going to make it that's right. turn out right. That's what I'm talking about. That's why Martin Luther King went out in the blaze of glory. Malcolm yeah. X, you know, these guys that, you know, they had a war. That's Abraham what Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, right. They had, uh, uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. They had yeah. a war within, that's what I'm talking about. They mm -hmm. had that war within. The U.S. His own war. I don't know how you how to describe that, but they went out in the blaze of glory just to make change. In my opinion, these guys look good. Hmm. They, Absolutely, they look good. If we make the painting, you know what I mean, hey, yeah. paint them, make them look good. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys heard here on generational curse. There's a lot going on in the world, folks. So do your best to be a servant. <clears throat> we understand that you might have to take up arms sometimes, but. Let it be necessary and not some idea, right. some political or economic thing that you're trying to fight for, but true freedom and liberty. That's right. We're going to sign off. This is John Barnett. And this is Terrence J. We will talk to you later. Peace out. And it's apparent y'all left something in the water Can't pretend that I'm not bothered by the sins of my fathers. Breaking. Breaking. Curses. Breaking.